Hello everybody, Mike Banner here for the last show of the decade at WeBeam Studios in beautiful Port Ritchie, Florida. Welcome to 62 Who Knew with our favorite guest, one of our favorite guests, definitely top two. It's you and Mark. You're the you and Mark. You're the tie, Mark Goldberg. My top two, uh, Miss Diane Daniels, and uh, most of you know who Diane is, and I'll give her a better introduction in just a few minutes. As always, I want to thank last week's guest, Mr. Mark Goldberg. Did you have a chance to see that show? By any chance? We didn't do anything about product. Ah. We just had kind of a deep discussion about what's happening in the long-term care world and the political world. We were a little differently. It was a good it's show. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it was a good show. Um, we decided that nothing good is going to happen in the next 12 months. No, nothing. <laughs> For us or the rest of the country. But anyway, thank you to Mr. Mark Goldberg. We are going to be changing, once again, the premise of the show as we keep growing and growing. We're still averaging a little more than 80,000 uh, viewers. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Um, per week. And we want to go above 100,000. In January, our podcast starts. 62 Who Knew, the Longevity Initiative. Uh, it's going to be great, tied in with the show, of course. So thank you to all our guests this year, this decade. Um, thank you to our audience for t continuing to tune in. And I want to do a little synopsis for the audience or for the people that have never been here. What is 62 Who Knew? To our loyal watchers, you're probably uh, tired of uh, looking uh, for, for hearing this. But I'm going to say it anyway. For our new viewers, every generation, as they approach the age of 62, our father, their father, their father, pretty much had the same thoughts in their mind. Should I take Social Security? Should I defer it to a later age? Should I continue working? Do I need life insurance? Should I have gotten rid of my life insurance? Should I get rid of it if I still have it? Do I need long-term care insurance? Do I need Medicaid, Medicare, which is coming in a few years? There's just so much that you have to think about, and we all think the same things as the age of 62 comes, except for my generation. I'm 61 and a half, and my generation has a different obstacle. And it's a double-edged sword, because in one way it's an obstacle, and in another way it's a blessing. And that is longer lifespans. When my grandparents at 62 were planning for the rest of their lives, they were planning for the next 10 to 12 years. When I plan for the rest of my life, I'm planning for close to 30 years. And that is different. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing, but it's also a curse. Truth of the matter is, less than 1% of this great country has the ability to retire at 62 years old and live a nice lifestyle until 85 or 90 financially. Most of us, 99% of us, just can't do it. And that's what 62 Who Knew is about. And that's why we bring on Medicare experts like tonight's guest, long-term care insurance experts, uh, other options of long-term care, Medicare, Medicaid, life insurance, final expense insurance. Let's not forget the ever-popular and loved reverse mortgages, mm -hmm. health, travel. We have 30 years to go. Yeah. Who knew it's 62? that we would have half the time we've already spent on this planet still ahead of us. It's a different obstacle. It's a different bump in the road than any generation before us. But here we are. So let's get to tonight's show. As I said, uh, Ms. Diane Daniels is with us third time. Third time. Fourth, though, if you count when you hosted for me right, right, when I went down four. for the count. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. And that was one Anytime, of our best buddy. that one of our best shows of 2019 <laughs> was the one I wasn't here for. 
That made me feel good. Maybe and if I stay away long enough, we'll go above 100,000. We're going above 100,000 tonight. Tonight? Tonight. Well, with this your following, it. we could this go a quarter of a million people. easily. Tell your friends, everybody, I got to learn about Medicare. So tonight, tonight, over 100,000. Well, you know, when we bring on a long-term care person, you know, the four most popular shows that we, not the shows, but topics mm -hmm. for the last year have been long-term care insurance, your visits, Medicare, mm -hmm. my stuff, reverse mortgages, and Miss Laura Banner's stuff, which I'm, I'm not surprised, but it is always in the top four about um, Alzheimer's, oh, of course. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and other of types of, of that of mm -hmm. that type of illness. Absolutely. Those have been the four topics that everybody wants to hear about. Um, but of the four, yours is the only one that is guaranteed you're going to get it. So far. Yeah, I mean, at 65. <laughs> so far. You know, who doesn't take <laughs> Medicare? Um, it is the way. Well, let's face it. It saves people every second of every day. That's it. And it, it is a wonderful program. Uh, Beautiful program. This is the decade you know, that we're being told that Social Security and Medicare is going bankrupt. Right. We're years away. For, what is it? Right. Is it seven years away or three years? I don't remember now. It's, look at it. 2030. 20, oh, 20, so no, 10 years. We're within that decade. Yeah, we're in the decade. Um, so I know changes are coming. You were here a couple of months ago to mm -hmm. kind of explore and project. But... Um, Mark Goldberg said something, or it might have been Bill Comfort a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. and we Googled it. We truthed it. What do you call that? When oh, we'll see if oh, the president's lying. Media? The meter? No, no. What's, what are they? Oh, they fact, I fact-checked it. Oh, fact-checked. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah. I have to fact-check yeah. things that yeah. Mark and Bill say, because uh, everything they say is fact. Um, <laughs> but this I did fact-check because I, I, it astounded me. There are more people mm -hmm. 65 years old and above on this planet today alive than there have been in the history of mankind, if you put them all together. That's kind of astounding. That is astounding. I mean, when that, you really let that sit in. That's pretty astounding. And Medicare is 10 years away from going bankrupt. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're not here to, to pull a chicken little and say that no. the sky is falling. But that is what our politicians are telling us. So what can we expect in 2020? Good, bad, and indifferent. Uh, this this bad, is all you. Yeah. So I, I'm sure many of you have heard by now um, that you got a Social Security raise. Let's. Yay, team. Give what a country. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. So you got a 1.6% raise in Social Security. Oh, my God. Yeah, the crowd goes they, wild. I know, exactly. So uh, that's it's not even gonna, a happy meal for most people. Well, I know. I know. It's about <laughs> $20 it's a month. It's about it's $20 a month, all right? Wow. And, and so I tell all my clients and all my people who email me and, and everybody on the podcast, I go, if you're getting a raise in Social Security, then just sit down because that means they're going to increase the Pod B premium right. on Medicare. Probably that, more that than that. That gives them the permission, okay? Yeah. yeah. So that gives them permission <coughs> to do that. So they raised the Pod B premium. It was one thirty-five fifty a month right now. Mm -hmm. uh, for everybody that makes less than $85,000 adjusted gross, adjusted gross income. Okay. Okay. And they raised it to one forty-four sixty. So they okay. raised it $9 right. because they know everybody's going to go, oh, Nine dollars ain't too bad. I got I got an increase. That's, yeah, that's not too bad, right? So we got a one point six increase in Social Security. That's about twenty to twenty four dollars a month, mm -hmm. and they raised it nine dollars. That's not too bad. Yeah. So everybody kind of makes it like that's cool. That's right. Even though they're making gazillions on that, right? Is that gazillions amazing? a month, yes. right? So, um, for those of you that 
that 1.6% increase in your Social Security, but that Medicare premium of 144.60, they've made it now if you make $87,000 a year or less. Okay. Okay, so they raised it a little. Okay, that's good. Exactly. If that decreases your Social Security benefit by even a penny, mm -hmm. then you don't have to pay the raise in the premium. Okay, well, that's You're an held, unexpected. It's called held harmless. That's the held harmless rule that they have. That's unexpected for me yes. anyway as a yep. layman that's mm -hmm. not an expert. No. So they right. are protecting the people. They, there are some protections. So, I like this. Yeah, so if that you're a person that's receiving Social Security and this increase in the Medicare Part B premium reduces your Social Security benefit, then they ixnay it and mm -hmm. you don't have to pay it. So if you're one of those people making less than 10000 a year, which <laughs> I run into those people, Exactly. It's not, it's not affecting them. That's right. That's There's a very small percentage that that will affect, and they're held harmless, and they very won't good. have to uh -huh. have a raise in their poppy premium. For the rest of the Medicare beneficiaries mm -hmm. that are making under 87000 a year, just adjusted gross income, I'm having a problem saying that tonight. That's right. <laughs> they got to pay now one forty four sixty starting January 1st. Okay. okay. That, they should have got your letters. You should have got your letters oh, from yeah, Social now. Security. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many phone calls I've gotten because they made so many messed up. Would that come with the awards letter or is it separate? <laughs> no, it's going to be separate. It's separate, yeah, okay. It'll be separate. So just remember that that will be coming out of your Social Security check. And for those of you that have Medicare Advantage plans where you get a rebate, okay, that actual Medicare Advantage plan is actually paying Medicare to put money back into your Social Security check for that Part B premium, uh, it's going to take about three to four months for Medicare to catch up with that. So don't be surprised uh, if January, February, maybe even March, uh, you're going to see an increase of what they take out mm -hmm. because they got to catch up with everything that's going on. And then in April, they will reimburse you and put back what you deserve back into your Social Security check. In April, there might be three months of stuff there? And all of a sudden, yeah, they're like, wow. what It's so almost a like a mini thing. little savings account for Easter. <laughs> it's, it's like a Christmas club. No, right. All of a sudden, you're going to get a big Do you remember bag. Christmas clubs I in New York? I love Christmas clubs. When we all gave a dollar yeah, or two dollars exactly. a week? Do they still do that in schools? I, I, I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I loved it, it too. Yeah. My mom would give me like $2 every week. Yeah. And then I get a hundred dollars. Exactly. Right. I even did it as an adult in the credit union. I still did it. Yeah. Oh, I did it a long time. It was the best thing in the world. I like that. You guys should use Christmas club. It's, it's just like awesome. Christmas comes like yes, I can Look, go I can shopping. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so that's what the poppy uh, got ratio. Now, if you have Irma, which is the adjusted income, okay, for those of you that are making more than eighty-seven thousand dollars a year. Okay, then uh, you were going to have to pay accordingly based on your income. So it's going to be higher for the Part B premium. Okay, so well, again, we have the thresholds. All right, so we go from the eighty-seven thousand, and it goes all the way up to five hundred thousand dollars. They they added this new tier, like they were doing everybody such a big favor now. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so so you, many of us make that much money. Exactly. All right, so five hundred thousand dollars or more. Uh, you will be paying $491 a month for your Part B premium. All right. It doesn't matter if you make $500,000 one penny or you, you make $5 million. Right. It's just $500,000 and above. All right? So that's going to be there. Then Part D, D for drugs, your prescription drug plan, that has also an IRMA adjusted uh, income amount. So if you make more than $87,000, you've got to pay more for your Part D prescription drug plan than plus the premium of the plan if you pay it separately. If you make less than $87,000, you don't have to pay anything additional for Part D prescription drug coverage. 
Okay? So that take that into account also. Yeah? Not bad so far. So far. I'm not hearing anything terrible. That's terrible. I don't get the 500 down. Forget the fact that a lot of us don't make that. Yeah. I don't get why there's a limit. I don't get why there's a limit to Social Security. Exactly. Why am I paying the same Social Security as, you know, a millionaire? Yeah. Um, wouldn't we help each other greatly if you just paid your I, percentage, I of whether you were $10 million or what's yeah. the cap now, like I think, 130 I, 140 Yeah. So, you know, a mid-level executive is literally paying the same Social Security as the golf for a sports person mm -hmm. that makes $100 million. Exactly. And I, I just and don't get that. And it's the same that. with Medicare. Yeah. It's not right. It's not fair. No, but it's been like, uh, yeah. And it would seem that we would fix our solvency mm -hmm. if a, a sports time. star Big time. was paying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, make the cap $10 million. Do what? something. Yeah. Something's I mean, very it's unusual. ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, th they did that to make everybody appease everybody because people were complaining. Okay, mm -hmm. that, of course, the rich people weren't contributing more towards Medicare. Right. So they put that extra tier in there to start appeasing people. But I'm sorry, it's still not fair. And you got to stop appeasing those people. Yeah. They're appeasing it, the wrong people. You sure are. Yeah. Exactly. Since yeah. the majority of the people are middle class and lower middle class. Yeah. And are that's poor That's the people. world. There you go. That's the world. Yeah. So that's how that goes. So not awful, but we could certainly be doing better than that. Absolutely. That's for sure. So now what else? All right. Any, what, any more good things before we get to the bad stuff? <laughs> Good things. I remember last time I, I had talked about a lot of the other things. Medicare is is being a little more open-minded mm -hmm. now. You know, they're being a little more open-minded about things and getting with it with the technology mm -hmm. and uh, the things that are uh, that are growing and utilized in healthcare. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, I was all excited. I saw on one of the Medicare Advantage plans, um, a lot of them offer an over-the-counter benefit. So they might give you fifty dollars a month. And they give you a catalog and uh, the value of the Band-Aids or the cough drops really? or whatever. You can order up to $50 a month and they mail it to you. Okay? That's not bad. Well, with the technology, they've added Fitbits now. Really? Yes. I thought that was really cool. I like that, that. Uh, helping people in a preventative way so you could, you could walk and check your steps, check your Absolutely. heart rate and all that kind of stuff. So like now that. Fitbits are in plans that have utilized uh, that new benefit. I, How I've much is them. a Fitbit? Is it less than fifty dollars? No, no, it's over fifty dollars. They're over fifty dollars. They're, they're probably around seventy-five. Is the lowest probably model one. around? And of course, there's all different brands. Yeah. But Fitbit is the original <coughs> one. You know what I mean? So I've seen it now in the catalogs. It's pretty cool. So if some of you here in the state of Florida, any wherever you are, just take a look at your um, your Medicare Advantage plan. See if you have the over-the-counter benefit. And if you do, get the catalog. You might be surprised now. You're going to start seeing the technology for the wearable uh, bands for exercising and walking and things like that. You can get canes now really? and all that type of stuff. Yeah, they've added so many new things that, that you could purchase now because it's more about getting you up and going. You know, being all right, I like and walking that. and moving and I like things that. like that. I like that. So, so far, so good. And now they've added uh, safety bars in the bathrooms and things like that. And That's uh, covered ramps. under Medicare now? It, it can be covered under the Medicare Advantage plans okay. if they choose to. It's not mandatory. Right. But Medicare said, yes, you can. Okay. So some of the plans have started utilizing it in a very small amount. I've seen the, the bars and the uh, RAMs available in some of the plans in Florida. And what they've done is they said, uh, whatever the Medicare allowable price is, <coughs> you pay 20% of the Medicare allowable. That's what that's what they got. That's to pay. very nice. It, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, too. I'm okay with that. So too. far, our government is doing well. well 
in, I don't think those words have come out of my mouth in we're doing all right. 11, we're doing maybe 12 years. So let's get to some of the uh, deductibles and okay. co-pays uh, for original Medicare. So for those of you that are just on original Medicare, your red, white, and blue card, the new deductible uh, for the hospitalization as an inpatient is now $1,408. Okay. Okay. And that's whether you're admitted for one night into the hospital, it's up to 60 consecutive days. Okay. All right. So 1408 every time you're admitted in the hospital. All right. Uh, if you stay longer than that, because you have a very serious illness or injury, uh, then you're going to have to pay a copay from okay. day 61 through 90. Okay. What and is that's that? $352 a day as a copay. That's a big copay. It is a big copay, but you know how much one night could cost in the hospital. Yeah, but that's 11000 a month. Yeah. Yep, I, I yep, immediately yep. go to monthly. On I everything. know you do. I know so you do. So what do you do? I'm just going to ask the stupid question, I guess. What do you do if you don't have that kind of cash? Say, I'm sorry, send me home? They're not going to send you home. I don't think they take the liability, right? But uh, they're going to have to work out some sort of an option with the hospital to pay them. It's amazing. 11000 a month once you go past sixty. Yeah. So now, okay, after 90 days... Okay, there is what we we call lifetime reserve days. This is the Medicare benefit. There's like a virtual piggy bank, mm -hmm. and there's 60 days in the piggy bank. Okay, it's for your lifetime now. So if you had to stay in the hospital longer than 90 days, you could utilize the virtual piggy bank days. When you use one, you lose it for the rest of your life. Right? right? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and if you do need to do that, listen, you're going to be pretty much in a coma or something if yes. you're in the hospital. On your ninety-first day, yeah. Okay, so but if you use it, it's now seven hundred and four dollars a day. Wow. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot. But if you didn't have it, I mean, I, I think you we're know, see a hospital costs are astounding. Yeah, they are. Which I is, mean, they're absolutely ridiculous. Which I always say we're going to be doing a, a, a show on the dishonesty. <laughs> it's you know, absolutely two hundred dollar, you know, forty dollar band aid, a two hundred dollar yeah. band aid, or, a, or yeah. an eighty dollar aspirin. Yeah, um, exactly. And we will do a show on that absolutely. one day. But uh, boy. Um, I don't mean this flippantly, mm -hmm. but I think we're going to see a lot of people dying on, on day 59. Listen, it's, it's really hard, and I, I'm sure they have advocates in the hospital and social workers right. to work with them. And if it's at that point, you're probably spending a lot of your own money and spending that. You probably could be uh, applying for Medicaid at that point and yeah. things like that. It's very hard and difficult, but it's something. It's yeah, something. it's something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So, in yeah. Medicare, it was never said to pay for everything. That's true. So That's true. It has always been established to help. And I, yeah, but, and I guess with my experience again with older relatives, yeah. mom, dad, aunts, uncles that are almost all gone now, mm -hmm. there's only two left. Yeah. Yeah. Really, at the end of sixty days, I don't know if this was the thinking. You're either getting better or you're just not. Yeah, I, um, that's so two I, months. I, that's yeah, two months in yeah, the hospital. That's yeah, a long so time. It is a long time. Mm -hmm. I, I guess the average person's going to be home, yes. recuperating or. Mm -hmm. Six feet under. It's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. So that's the hospitalization. All right. Next, we have the skilled nursing facility. This is not a nursing home, people. Okay. This is where uh, you were treated in a hospital for a hip replacement or you had a stroke and you've been treated. You're stable. And now you need to move to the 24-hour rehab facility to gain strength with physical therapy, to learn how to walk again, mm -hmm. learn how to speak again, right? So the first 20 days as a Medicare benefit, there is no 
charge whatsoever. It's okay. zero for the first 20 days. Okay. From day 21, and the benefit is 100 consecutive days, okay. the new amount is $176 a day to be in okay. a rehab facility. $5,280 okay. a day. I love that he could do that <laughs> so quick. I, I couldn't even livable. do 76 times two. But yeah, livable. Not for super low income, no, but no, even no. for lower middle yeah. middle income, if they don't have it, they'll work out a payment arrangement. At least that's livable. It's livable. Yeah, it is. Okay. So thankfully, the majority of people are on Medicare Advantage plans right. or Medigap plans mm -hmm. to help defray those costs. Right. Because on a Medicare Advantage plan, they have a, a maximum out of pocket. And the max amount of pocket in 2020 is still $6,700. Okay. So also that's the most you're going to pay, $6,700 mm -hmm. in the worst case scenario mm -hmm. in the, if you're on that type of plan. We still we have plans in Florida, if they wanted to, it's $1,500 out of pocket maximum wow. for the year. And we're just talking medical, not prescription right. drugs, right? Got to remember that, people. It's always <coughs> medical and prescription drugs are separate. So there are a great array of Medicare Advantage plans available for people, and the max amount of pocket will range from $1,500 in Florida all the way up to $6,700. Mm -hmm. And then with the Med uh, Medigap plans, you're paying a monthly premium. Uh, the people that have been on the F, as in Frank, plan, they don't pay for anything else out of pocket. Mm -hmm. They have that. They know exactly what they're paying. That's right. That's their premium. That's all they got to pay, and they will continuously pay that, and they have no out-of-pocket medical I, costs. I, even though I don't know a lot about all the options, F is the one I know least about. Could you go into that just a little? Well, I will because we we got to talk about the change. Okay, so that's good. perfect. Oh, there's a change to there's F? There's a change, yeah. We're getting F'd. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so the Evans and Frank plan, uh, Medigap plan, it, it is not part of Medicare. Medigap plans, they're also called Medicare supplements, are not part of Medicare. Right. They are private insurance mm -hmm. companies, okay? And you're literally taking a contract on yourself. Really. That's the MetLife, the bankers, yeah, the, everybody the that's out there. Right. Yeah. All the, over 100 yeah. companies, right? So you're saying to them, look, I'm going to pay you the monthly premium. <coughs> you pay the out-of-pocket expenses that I'm responsible for. The 20%. Yeah, okay, you're mm -hmm. going to pay that. You're going to pay that $1,408 deductible for me being in mm -hmm. the hospital, right? So you're going to pay that $176 a day for me to be in that rehab. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what it's for. So it's peace of mind. You pay it every month. And the F plan pays all the out-of-pocket. It's the most right. comprehensive plan. All right. I didn't realize okay. F was med, med subs. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So F is med So what changed is, and we're going to go back to the Obama administration. Do we have to? We got to. Okay. This is where the change came from, folks. It did. So when they were putting together the MACRA, you know, the whole deal there with all kinds of health and everything going on when they were putting the Obama care together, uh, they were having their back and forth and you give me this, I'll give you that. So in order to give Obamacare, they said, well, in 2020, January 1st, 2020, we're eliminating the Epis and Frank plan. It's kapooey. People cannot buy MedSupps? No. Starting January 1st, 2020, anybody that's turning 65 or anybody that's coming off their employer plans and going on to Medicare Part B, can no longer purchase the Epis and Frank plan. It's grandfathered for everybody else who's been on it. But nobody knew. It won't be there for you and I. It's gone. Okay, wait a minute. This is a huge industry in itself. Oh, this is I huge. I mean, I literally know, at least on LinkedIn, thousands of people that make a living doing that. Yes, they do. And they're out of a job. No, they're not out of a job because there are other med sub 
uh, letters that that plans that are available. Okay. Okay. So they're still available and to be offered to people. The reason they did that and the letter C is in Charlie plan is going to be taken away also is because they were the only two plans that paid out of pocket for the Part B, B as in boy deductible. Right. Okay. Which also is $198 starting January 1st. Okay. So they paid that for people. Like F plan, you didn't pay anything. No deductibles, no nothing. But I guess, again, as a layman yeah. in, in your world, if I was the government going broke, which they are, I would welcome a private insurance company taking that risk. Because Joe Blow, that's on $900 a month Social Security, they're going to die before that, debt is, that extra 20% is paid. But they're getting it from the insurance carrier like that. Why would they outlaw it? Because even now, Obama. Because now every single person <coughs> will have to pay that deductible that goes to the government. <coughs> so you got to pay that $198 now, and that that will go to the government. So that's extra income for the government now. It's <sighs> going straight to them. Okay. So starting January 1st, everybody new to Medigaps, Medicare supplements, will be paying the Part B deductible of $198. And that's not part of Obamacare that we got rid of? Uh, yeah, that's, that's part of it that they slipped over into Medicare. Yes. Obamacare is like herpes. It just doesn't go away. <laughs> It's, you have it for life, no matter what. <laughs> there are parts of it that are good. Yeah. Okay, they, they need to work on the things that aren't good. But anyway, so as far as the Medigap is concerned, if you already have a Medigap plan, I don't care what company it is, it, it's standardized. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it's Bankers or State Farm or Humana or United Healthcare. It doesn't matter. If you already have it, you're good. You're grandfathered in. So you keep your plan. You keep it the way it's been benefits have been going on, and everything goes as par. <sighs> Just the way it's been. But all of us that are normal and heading to 2020, we're not going to get it. Okay, so if of the 80,000 people that are watching the show right now, yeah, that over 100, yeah, over here, yeah, um, that are 65 and above, mm -hmm. you, call your med, call your salesman tomorrow, and buy a med sup, because I have a feeling what's going to be replacing it. It's so not what, as good. It is. It, it, so it the is next as good? One, the next one is, oh. is G as in George. Okay. Okay? So the difference between the F and the G is that G always you had to pay the Part B deductible. Right. After you pay the Part B deductible, it's exactly the same as the F plan. All right. So that's so they the just one want that they, money every month. They want that freaking money. Okay. okay. That's what they want. The government wants that money. So that's they got okay. It. But still. So that's what they got. So that's the plan that's available for everybody now. For us um, when we need it. Yeah, exactly. So I can tell you that a, a woman turning 65 um, in Hillsborough County in Florida, uh, the lowest G plan is probably about $182 a that's month. And a really great one? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what company is. Oh. The benefits are exactly the same. From here, from sea to shining sea. So okay. whether you're in California, New York, here in Florida, Utah, wherever you're, you're watching from, the benefits are exactly the same because all they're doing is paying your out-of-pocket expenses. All right. So for a couple, you're talking $364 a month. Easily. That's not hateful. It's not hateful. They have to add in the Part D prescription drug plan on top of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that that went down actually this year. A major portion of the premiums really? went down. Yeah. The lowest uh, premiums in Florida is thirteen dollars and twenty cents a month. Yeah, that's one of my uh, that's, diabetes uh, bills. Yeah, yeah, that's one of your bills right yeah, there. Exactly. That's one bill. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I can tell you that I've seen over this last open enrollment period. How many people did not review their prescription drug plan? 
okay? And they're taking like two pills. They're taking a high blood pressure pill. That's a generic. Right. And and then they're taking a cholesterol pill. Right. Okay. And, and some schlep has got them on a prescription drug plan that's costing them eighty nine dollars a month. Right. And they can go to public. Um, yeah. And get the pills yeah, for free, that's but they're right. paying eighty nine dollars to yeah. the the stupid insurance company because the schlep works for that one company. Right. Okay. And that's what he's got to sell to them. Mm -hmm. Okay. But instead of being on that one of the three plans that are available that are in the thirteen dollar range. Yeah. That that's all they had to pay and they got those those pills for free mm -hmm. so i can't tell you how important it is people next year you have to review your prescription drug plan yeah. you're paying so much money out of pocket and you don't even realize it if you don't review it Absolutely. i've saved i i, I mean I, I i've saved easily each person over a thousand dollars i'm sure oh my god it's insane with the price of things today oh. easily a thousand dollars oh my god it, it's insane so please you got to review things mm -hmm. so that was good knowing that the premiums for part d went down that was excellent uh what else we got we're still on the good side right of the ledger <laughs> we haven't gone to the bad side i don't know yet. you've been kind of hemming on about some of the yeah, things I, so I don't know well, uh, i'm not used to this stuff you know yeah, it's so like, so after they pay the 198 dollar deductible well i am new york yeah, i know what, what do you think Hemin, people eighty-six thousand people are going <laughs> hemming and horrid somebody google somebody google hemming 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 and horrid <laughs> so after they pay the 198 dollar probably deductible then they're still responsible for 20% of the Medicare allowable costs. So that means, folks, if you go to your primary doctor and the Medicare cost is $100, Medicare pays 80%, you pay 20, which would be 20 bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Handleable. So that's still staying the same. Thank God that hasn't changed yeah. much. Yeah. All right. And the new med subs, are they still calling them med yeah. subs? Mm, we'll still cover still. that. Okay. Yeah. If, okay. Uh, not the, yeah, the, not the, not the deductible, not the deductible. But the bills. Yes, absolutely. Okay. You can get that covered. With, no, there's there's Good. about eight of them left that we can choose from. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Not mm -hmm. so bad. Yeah, okay. and are they as a, they're about the same price as what the med subs are today that we're losing at midnight tomorrow? Yeah, they're about the same price, yes. Yeah. So what happened was all the companies then took their Gs and, and probably raised them up about six bucks to, yeah. you know, to take the place of the F plans. Right. Well, yeah. that's not, okay. Again, yeah, that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. It's really not too bad. But everybody should always review everything every single year. Oh, my God, yeah. It, everything changes. The laws change. Uh, the co-payments change. The deductibles change. Uh, you know, your doctors and the networks change. It's just insane. you you got to review it. If you don't do it, you're, you're doing It's detrimental to yourself. Yeah, of course. You, you could be saving yourself a lot of money. I want you guys to go and enjoy your life. You're retired or you're retiring. Go get on a cruise, for God's sakes, yeah. right? You know, buy something in the house. Take your wife out to dinner. Whatever. Take the grandkids. Go Do to something. Work. But save money. You don't money. have to give it to the pharmacist. No, or the government. Yeah, or the God government, says, for sure. God says, we give them enough money, right? That's for sure. Yeah, we give them enough freaking yeah. money. I've heard next year's uh, tax re uh, forms are changing. There's only going to be two lines on it. One's going to say, how much did you earn? Second line is going to say, send it. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, That's easy. Yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. That'll be really easy Thank now. Thank you, G. David. Um, <laughs> That'll be easy yeah. now for everybody. <laughs> so uh, another thing that, that has been happening, and I don't think a lot of people know this, is that people are still believing that Medicare is just taking care of everything mm -hmm. and that their choices are just abundant. And the, ex the example I'm going to tell you is because I've had five people have unfortunate situations over the holidays and their loved ones either had a stroke or heart attacks and all kinds of medical problems going into or the rehab facilities and they're on Medicare Advantage plans. Now, here is where problems happen, folks. If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, 
You have to understand you have to go to providers that are in the network. So that means your choices are much smaller than a person on a Medigap. Right. They don't have a network. They can go wherever they, they want. want, anywhere in the whole country that accepts Medicare. If you're on a Medicare Advantage, you are in network. So if you need to go to a rehab facility, skilled nursing facility, you can only go to the ones that your insurance carrier covers. You could have four places. That's it. Yeah. And if they don't have a bed. And then what do you do? You, you can't Nothing. go. No. And if they discharge you from the hospital. What? Now yeah. you got to get them home. You can't get into the facility unless they have a bed. That's the, a big thing people don't realize. They just think it's like going to a hotel. Right. They That's don't realize that places have only a certain <coughs> number of beds. Mm -hmm. And if those are full, there's nowhere That's for it. them to go. They don't take a gurney and throw it in the hallway yeah. for you to go on. That's not how it works. So people don't realize the problems that come up. This is a big problem on Medicare Advantage. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be on a plane that only had four facilities. No, especially in a metropolitan area. They're going to be always filled. Exactly. So I, I, this woman was just crying on the phone to me today, telling me I, I don't want him. You know, he can't go here. That place is like got rats running around and it's yeah. disgusting. And, you know, and I had explained to her it's because they don't have the bed available in mm -hmm. the places that are in the network. And she goes, he can't come home. I can't take care of him. He's six foot no, three. Of course not. Oh, it's it's, it's a awful situation. This is why you need long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. This is why you need long-term care insurance, people. I'm telling you. This yeah. is exactly the reason. Because you believe that Medicare covers you for everything. And when this serious things happen and it doesn't, it's your whole life is upended in one minute. Yeah, one literally. Minute. And, one and again, so many people still feel, you know, uh, we discuss long-term care insurance a lot, obviously, on the show. You know, number one, you know, what if I don't use it? Which to me is kind of crazy because if you don't use it, you don't use it. Exactly. I mean, you don't get car insurance thinking, God, I really hope I get into a car accident because exactly. what if I don't use it? Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, or, you or on your house. The people are yeah. saying about how Or the death benefit on your life insurance. Yes. Wow, that's a big number. Yeah. I hope I die soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. it's, it's illogical, but I, there's this fear of long-term care insurance. But as we've learned from uh, some of our regulars on the show, we now have guaranteed refund of premium. On long-term care, what if I, I don't know. use it? You get your premium back. Exactly. I mean, my God, I don't know why everybody. <laughs> can you imagine if somebody said, "Let's say Vegas." Yeah, yeah. If you don't win, we'll give you back the money you lost. Unbelievable. Vegas would be the size of half the country. Exactly. There are plans available mm -hmm. that, at the end of your life, if you didn't use it, mm -hmm. your heirs can get back your premium. I know. Not ninety percent of your premium. 100% of 100%. your premium. 100%. That's right. It takes away mm -hmm. what if we don't use it. There you go. Yet people still go, oh, you know, that's nursing home coverage. I don't want to be in a nursing home. It's anti-nursing exactly. home anti. coverage. Anti. It's unbelievable, the, the misconceptions about long-term care There's insurance. There's not enough education. No. There's not enough education. Yeah. That's why over 100,000 people have to be watching this show. Because you're well, going to get all the information that you need on these big, important things that you need. Which is a little bit why we're changing the, um, the format a little. So you, yeah. Mark Goldberg, Bill Comfort, Peter Gelbwax right. uh, can always be here, right. regardless of what our other topic is, to tie those two topics and topics in. Three topics. Medicare, Medicare slops, subs. I can't talk now either. I, I, it's <laughs> catching. It's catching. It, it, it is. Little, I'm little, sorry. Little, um, and, of course, long-term care insurance, yeah. and I'll chip in with reverse mortgages. Also, exactly. totally misunderstood by the public. Totally. But these, these industries 
should be joining forces mm -hmm. to make quality of life better, not for hundreds of thousands, but millions of seniors. Oh. Yet these are the subjects, Medicare, Medicare subs, long-term care insurance, reverse mortgages, that people know the least about. Exactly. It totally goes against the longevity mm -hmm. initiative. It goes past aging in place. Everybody wants to age in place, but doesn't want to learn about the four best products in the world to allow you to age in place. Exactly. It's really, it's, a, it's, a, it's ironic, I guess, for less than better. It is very ironic, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's the denial of that's not going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll never happen to me. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but you have to be prepared, people. And if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, you're not. Here in Florida, the majority of our plans, there's no monthly premium. Yeah. My God, you could be on one of, one of these long-term care plans, pay your premium, and then you could be guaranteed to get it back. Yeah, and contrary to popular belief, uh, and it is very popular belief, you can get a reverse mortgage, eliminate your $800 or $1,000 mortgage payment, eliminate it. I'm not saying go write a check for anything. Right. But if you eliminate your mortgage payment, you are now more than able to have your med subs and everything and your long-term care insurance all together and probably still be ahead of the game. Yeah. Again, I think so. why the long-term care insurance industry and reverse mortgage industry haven't joined forces, there are logical reasons for that. Mm -hmm. Some crazy outdated laws mm -hmm. uh, known as the Claire McCaskill non-cross-selling law. But fortunately, there are some reverse mortgage lenders that are able to adhere to those laws mm -hmm. and still do right by the client, but even the reverse mortgage industry is not getting that message out. And I think, again, another thing that we um, discussed with, a, with our long-term care friends that are always on the show, you know, when an insurance company is not making, is not successful at something, and, and quite frankly, long-term care insurance is not successful. Mm -hmm. They're selling less and less as ever, That's right. just like reverse mortgages. Mm -hmm. They're hesitating putting millions and millions of dollars into educational things right. on TV mm -hmm. because they're not getting a return. So it's really a, but they a would. quagmire. But I believe they would. Oh, I know they would. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as you start educating people and yeah. you're explaining why this is important, why you should have it, and show them numbers, oh, my God, that is like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. How many times do we say I, I, how, I didn't even know I that. Didn't know. Well, look what I learned all the time from you uh, exactly. or Mark or, you know, I learned or from Bill. You. We learn from each other. Yeah, and I go, I didn't know that. Exactly. And I think it's important that the viewers know, quite frankly, I don't have an insurance license. Mm -hmm. I'm not making money if you sell something. Right. I'm not mm -hmm. making money tomorrow if you call up and buy your meds up, because you really should tomorrow. You only have till midnight, right? <laughs> right. I'm going to be responsible for a rush <laughs> on meds up and not make a damn penny on it. You know that why? Oh Do you God, remember man. about 30 years ago? <clears throat> this is only for our age and above. Yep. And excuse the coffin, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that Johnny Carson did a joke in his monologue about a toilet paper shortage. Oh. There was no toilet paper shortage. He did a joke, but the power of The Tonight Show, the next day, every supermarket and oh drugstore in the God. country off ran the out off the shelves. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I want to be responsible. I want to see 80,000 people tomorrow <laughs> buy med sups before midnight. Buy the F plan. Yeah, buy Get the F plan. The F plan. Do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so far, I got to admit, not so bad. God, how did they... I mean, Democrats and Republicans actually agreed on some good stuff. They don't ever agree on anything, for God's but sake. But this, Come so on. far, so good, no. I mean, with what you've been saying. It's not terribly awful. No. Yeah. It's not. It's not great. No. But it's not as bad as think, other it, things you know, happen. Every time there, there's an increase in cause, it's not good. Right. Uh, but they, they did limit it, you know, pretty much the, things didn't go over like $50. Right. So that's, 
Not, like you said, not awful. Not awful. It's and for the government, awful. not awful is great. Yeah, it's I know. Really, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I know. I hear you. So, I mean, the main things uh, that are going on is is that they still haven't been able to rectify how they're going to pay doctors. It, it, it's still been in the same position that it's been in in the past 20 years. What do you mean rectify how you're going to pay doctors? Well, doctors constantly want to get paid more. Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. Okay, I mean, they're, they're extremely highly trained and, and everything. Hundreds and, of thousands of dollars in student loans. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I know my sister is a doctor, so I know. All right, and they keep asking for increases, but they don't get it. Okay, mm -hmm. they will not get it. And that's because they're paying the insurance companies. That's right. The big bucks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the insurance companies are getting the big bucks, and the insurance companies are the ones that turn around and then pay the doctors. Right. So it, it's been a really tough They're not going to give away situation. a piece of that money. No, they're not going to give it away. And did you know, this is another, I think, astounding uh, fact that we could talk about, that over 52% of the current active medical doctors in the United States are over 50? That is kind of astounding. Mm -hmm. I would have thought, you know, with all the people in med school that you read about, mm -hmm. that that would be a lot lower. Yeah, over 50. And uh, th what I've been reading, wow. yeah, is I, I don't believe that, again, the Medicare for all is, is ever going to pass. No. I don't believe it at all for you one can't. second. I still think it's a, a ploy for the, yeah. uh, you know, to vote for me yeah. type of thing. But I know from talking to so many doctors that uh, they've said, we're out of here. We're retiring if that happens. So all those doctors that are over 50, they're, they're going to just want to head out the door because it'll be less money for them because then yeah. it'll be totally run by the government. Yeah. So they know that they're going to take a nosedive in, in receiving payments. Mm -hmm. So that as many as I've talked to, I've talked to over 100. I just ask them as a survey for myself. I just ask, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to retire. That'll be it. Does that, do you know or how can we find out um, how many people are in med school these last few years? I'm sure we can I mean, can are we aging out? out? I'm I mean, sure like we, we worry about that in the mortgage mm -hmm. in the mortgage business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the average age of a of a loan officer is in the fifties. Could be high forties or fifties. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody in college going, "Wow, I really want to be a loan officer <laughs> when I get in." Nobody's doing that. And there's no people. There's no children going. You know, I want to be. A, I mean, I want to be a cowboy. Yeah. I want to be an astronaut. I want exactly. to be a police officer. Right. And you know, little Johnny's not going to raise his hand. And go. I'm going to be a mortgage exactly. broker. Nobody's doing that. No, so no. we're actually very worried in our industry mm -hmm. that we could be aging out. Mm -hmm. But I thought still so many people want to be doctors, a because they help people, and b because they make a lot of money. Um, but Special, if, I, I, if a specialist, if they specialize, mm -hmm. okay, they make more money than our general practitioners. Right. Okay. And the trend that is also going forward is with telehealth mm -hmm. and telemedicine, mm -hmm. the requirement to have to see a primary care physician has now it's dropped a level. And we now are able to see physician assistants yep. and the advanced uh, registered nurses. Yeah. So the need for the primary care doctor is diminishing. So you put that alongside of the doctors that want to retire because they're not getting increases. <coughs> so they just want to retire as soon as they can. Right. And we're pretty much going to be, uh, it's going to be going down, down, down. There aren't going to be primary yeah, doctors well, in, the, in the med school. There, um, 
malpractice insurance premiums have to be going up because mm -hmm. everything else is. Mm -hmm. Cost of living, mm -hmm. the rent and or interest rate on their office, yep, yep. wages to everybody in their, nothing's staying stagnant. Mm -hmm. So if they're getting the same amount of money from Medicare yep. that, every, you know, that they have been, then their income is going down. It is. It's going down. That's and amazing then, to think about. Had it. Yeah. Now this new stuff that you that you just started to talk about. Uh, did you say uh, over, you know over the telephone and the computer? Yes, right over this the computer. This is kind of amazing. Yeah. I've read about this, but go ahead. Oh no, it, it's full blown now. <coughs> uh, it is in Medicare and in Medicare Advantage plans. So uh, I, I've seen it. I, I have clients who who utilize it. I, I got to tell you, the best part where I've seen it has helped the most is in mental health. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because in mental health. Uh, in general, a lot of the uh, therapists don't even take insurance, never right. mind Medicare. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's self-pay. Everybody's got to pay out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. So there's such a small <coughs> amount of therapists and actual psychiatrists, psychologists that take insurance. Exactly. That when you go on Medicare and you're looking on your Medicare Advantage plan and you see mental health and that you only have to pay $25 for a copay for an appointment. You're running. You're running, but there's nobody to run to. That's right. Because the few that are taking the insurance and taking Medicare are, are friggin' full but, until yeah. six, eight, ten months in advance. Yeah. If you got a mental health, you need to be talking to somebody. We can't wait yeah. six and months. Sad? So Again, and that's sad? Again, it is. It's awful. So telehealth has been helping with that problem because now people from all over can see more patients. And in locations, it doesn't matter now. Now we don't have that problem mm -hmm. with distance. Someone can actually sit on their computer, on your smartphone, the Dick Tracy watch, whatever we got going on now, and, and we can speak to a professional more than we could before. This has been, I think, one of the biggest advancements yes. in Medicare is for mental health with, tele, with telemedicine. And I'm reading, I love it. I'm reading, app, I'm reading uh, articles about certain companies that if you join them with the telehealth, mm -hmm. you know, they, they deliver you a package, mm -hmm. and you literally take something and you put it on your wrist, and they go, okay, here's your blood pressure, here's your pulse, you better get to the hospital or yeah. no, you're fine. Yes. Let's talk about something else. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Oh, my God. It's yeah, and I just saw a commercial. It's kind of funny. Last night, uh, now people around the country, you know, this doesn't help you because, unless maybe your hospitals are doing it. We have Tampa General Hospital nearby, mm -hmm. great hospital. Oh, great hospital. Um, I saw an ad last night while I was watching TV that they are now doing house calls. They oh, are my sending people God, you're out to me. people's houses. Now, when I was a kid and yeah. I got sick, yeah. The doctor came to the house. Yeah, shows yeah. how old I am. Wow. Dr. Friedman in Far Rockaway, New York. Wow. Um, yeah, love Dr. Friedman. If any of his children are out there, please contact me through the show. I'd love <laughs> to know how he's doing. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just they're going back to house calls. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, but the, the telemedicine is what, really what, the What's 20... the benefit of them going out to the house? I don't know. i got to think about that now. I'm going to have to Well, I, I guess, you know, I don't know the benefit for them. Yeah. On my end, as the consumer, of course, I can think of That's great. a lot of single moms, mm -hmm. single dads too. Let's not leave them out. Um, that just cannot get out of the house. Mm -hmm. They're not stuck in the house, but nobody to watch the other kids. Got to pick up one kid at school. I can think of elderly people that are not ambulatory. That's right. I see the advantage to the public. Yes. I don't see the advantage to the medical field. You know, unless they're charging. 
huge yeah, dollars, but I don't that. think so. There's always got to be something on yeah, it, and but, it's got to involve money. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Look yeah, at I want to look. I, I was like, I wow, I'm going back to house calls. Yeah, I think it's great, but I got to check it out. And maybe it's not a doctor. Maybe it is a physician's assistant. It definitely or a nurse, but can so why? So lower level. It's still yeah. incredible. No, it is. The commercial was them showing up at the door with a little black bag. That's incredible. Yeah, which probably has a laptop in it. Yeah, but still. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it is funny that they could do that. Yeah, so, but, the, um, but telehealth and telemedicine is blowing down the door, and most of the Medicare Advantage plans all have it. I mean, Medicare is fully accepted. It's running crazy, and I love it for all people that need assistance with mental health. To me, that's the best, best advantage I think so that I've too. seen I in Medicare it. in the past 10 years. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's great, mm -hmm. absolutely great. And we've several times in the last six weeks with our long-term care friends, and it's to me, it's unbelievable. We're just a few years away from um, robots, robots assisting people yeah. at home. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but no, we're no, not no, like yeah. long, long way. It's yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're really changing in the uh, in the twenty. Well, in the twenty, you know, in our next decade, mm -hmm. I think we'll be sitting here ten years from now. Let's pray we are not sitting here 10 years from now. I meant that metaphorically. Yeah, I know what you Looking meant back on the last Yeah, I do know what you meant. That yeah, you John, meant. that'd be amazing if we're all sitting here in 10 years. Do me a favor, <laughs> shoot me. It'll be good for ratings. Yeah, John just, my, John just said, yeah, shoot me too. It'll be good for ratings. Um, so what else? So you really haven't said anything overly there, there bad. Really, there really isn't anything overly bad, mm -hmm. okay, uh, to speak about. Uh, one thing that I want to bring up, and, and, and it, it's killing me because I'll tell you, the government is something else. So uh, straight out of the Medicare Managed Manual, okay, so um, January 1st through March 1st, there's a new uh, enrollment period that's called the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period. Right. Okay. So anybody that's been on a Medicare Advantage plan mm -hmm. can now, one time only, if they've been dissatisfied, they think they made the wrong choice during the open enrollment, they, they have one time chance to change that plan. They okay. can change to another Medicare Advantage plan. They can change to a Medicare Advantage only with no prescription coverage, or they could go back to original Medicare. Okay, so they can do that between January 1st and March 1st. And it's only if you are dissatisfied, or you made the wrong choice, something like I that. I like that. One time. No, it's very good. You have to be very careful, people, because there have been strict regulations about marketing because the industry with the salespeople are going to be out there like wolves. Yes. Okay, trying to prey on you, saying, oh, uh, did you not, you know, make a right choice? Well, give me a call and I'll help you and I'll get you on another plan. Because they can get paid again. They're right. They're going to get paid again. Exactly. So there's no solicitation allowed actively knowing that they're coming after you because you're on a plan and they want to switch you to another plan. That's against the law with Medicare. So it has to come from you. You have to be dissatisfied. Or you think you made the wrong choice. You're not even sure if you made the right choice. And you inquire, calling your Medicare specialist, your insurance agent, and finding out about it. No one is supposed to be calling you. That is 100% not allowed in Medicare. That's ixnay for the Good. insurance industry. Good, yeah. because the insurance, you know, I guess I'm biased. Most people would say they don't like the insurance world. I know, um, yeah, I know that. I happen to be blessed with the, the Mark Goldbergs and the Bill Comforts and, yeah. and, um, and the Peter Gelboxes and the Julie Gelboxes and um, the Marjorie Gelboxes. A lot of Gelboxes in there. Of I'm surrounded by insurance people <laughs> you know, that are such incredible human beings. Yep. Uh, Frank Niclario, um, I didn't want to leave you out, Superman. Um, 
super insurance fan, uh, that are just so wonderful. Yeah. They, they put their clients first. Mm -hmm. But there are people out there that don't. But it's the same thing as mortgage people, real estate people, stockbrokers. Of course. You know, any business. Yeah, any business, any especially commission business. Yes, yeah. yes. There's going to be bad apples. Yeah, there's always going to be bad apples. But I'd have to say, now I'm not talking about the board of directors mm -hmm. of the mega underwriters. Mm -hmm. I don't you know. They seem to be doing very well. But the man, the man or woman that gets up in the morning puts their insurance hat on, has their license in their pocket, and goes to work. I have found in my 40 years of adulthood, I'll count adulthood after 20, <laughs> 21, um, <laughs> that most of those people are incredibly good people. Mm -hmm. And they joined the insurance world not to sell somebody life insurance that they don't need, but so their heirs can literally have something when That's they're right. gone right. or, or whatever the, the, the product may be. So I think the insurance industry may deserve a little bit of a bad rap, again, for the board of directors making their decisions on certain things. But those are the people making 10, 20, 30 million a year. Mm -hmm. The man that goes out and sells insurance, yeah, yeah. they're usually, man or woman, yeah. uh, usually great people. Yeah. They really the majority are. Majority of them are. It's just like any other business for yes. us. You're going to have bad apples in any occupation. The majority of the people really are trying to do right by you and help you the best that they can. So if you are disgusted with the plan and you didn't even look at the changes that were coming and you'd like to get a different plan, that's your opportunity <coughs> to make your phone Excuse call, me. call your insurance agent, your Medicare specialist, and you can make your change. You can go back to original Medicare, you could get yourself a Medis uh, Medigap, or you, and then you can add a prescription drug plan if you like, or you could get on another Medicare Advantage plan. So that's the time to do it from January 1st. Uh, until March 1st. That's okay. it. We have your website. We have a little less than three minutes left. Your website is up there, but do you want to give a phone number if people want to call you? Yeah, sure. Uh, number, I'll give you my cell phone. Whoa! Yeah. I got, ro I got robo, whatever yeah. that is. So, yeah. Uh, it's area code 813-731-1237. That's my cell. And, and please go to www.themedicarenation.com. Uh, it's a staggering site. Start listening to the podcast. I got to come back on early this year. You do because you um, the first show that we do in 2020 uh, is going to be about uh, the infamous cross-selling law wow. uh, that says, or people think it says, yeah. that you cannot use the proceeds of a reverse mortgage to buy insurance products. And on certain levels, that is true. But we have come up with a formula. I'm not defining we yet, but we have come up with a formula. And with a certain very large reverse mortgage investor have come up with the guidelines to be able to allow people to use the proceeds of a reverse mortgage to buy the proper insurance products. Best practices are going to be used. Right. The best practices of HERA, the best practices of NERMLA, the National Reverse Mortgage Lending Association. But if you went to your average financial planner in this country or long-term care insurance agent or life insurance agent and said, come on, let's, let's talk to your people 62 and above, eliminate their mortgage payments so they can get the right product from you. No, 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 we can't do that. Yes, you can. I've wanted to say this in front of the camera for a long time, but yes, you can. And we're going to be discussing that on our first show in 2020. That's You're going to be on a lot in 2020. I am. Can I finish one more thing? Yes, absolutely. Got, look at the I clock. Have, very I quickly. just need 30 seconds. So you got, got 45. So last thing I want to tell you people is that January 1st, Medicare uh, and for claims will no longer accept your old Medicare cards that have your oh. social security number oh, on That's it. good too. Okay. So 
you have to utilize your new Medicare card with the Medicare identification numbers on it. That's the letters and the numbers. It's 11 characters. Okay, you must use that. If you do not have your new card, if you lost it, get a new one. You just have to call Medicare mm -hmm. or get on Social Security website, ssa.gov. Uh, on the beautiful page, I got all these pictures of people. Click on the Medicare one, and then you'll see right on there. Replace my card. Yeah, Click on right. it, and you'll get your card. You got to have it. Otherwise, you're going to pend and have lots of problems with your claims in 2020. All right. Got to have it. All right. In the 30 remaining seconds, what are we going to do in 2020? Well, the first thing we're going to do, well, the last thing we're going to do in 2019 is to thank all of you, really and truly. If you would have said to me a year ago that we'd be having 80,000 plus 100. people, or, and soon 100, <laughs> uh, I would have said no way. So thank you very much for the interest that you've shown. Thank you, people. We have a lot of changes coming in 2020 and a lot of things staying the same. Um, so it's going to be a great year. Happy and healthy new oh, year to happy. you and yours from 62 who knew. Happy thank you. new year. Thanks, Absolutely. Bud. Thank happy you. New year. All right. We are good.